if you want to grow and really be at the height of your potential, do not be afraid of being alone. I think as social humans, like all of us, we're social animals. We are not always used to being alone, especially for those of us out there that who are extrovert. I am growing more of an introvert as I grow up, but I understood what it felt like to be an uh, extrovert when I was a kid. And being alone is not easy for some of us out there. For some of us out there, it's much more natural. It's much more easy. But I think that when it comes to learning about yourself, growing and understanding your potential, exploring about yourself, what you like, what you don't like, what are you good at, what are you not good at, how to get better at the things that you're not good at. Spending time alone, it's a really magical time. I would say that if you're single, if you're in a relationship that you have any doubts really, like on, you know, like, are you spending too much time in that relationship and not enough time getting to know who you are, what you want. Like if you are in a long relationship where even if there's like parts of you that have curiosity about what your life would be without this person and exploring who you are as a person, I think I I personally highly encourage you to do that. And I say this only because I think that when you spend time alone and you allow yourself to explore things and just drown yourself in sometimes just any thoughts, any thoughts, anything that you want to do, everything and anything or nothing, you will actually find out things about yourself that you were never, like you never really had time before to actually learn that about yourself. I personally, I'm in my mid-30s now, and I grew the most the most that I never thought I could even hit that potential if I've never gone through this. I call it a dark period of alone time because being alone for the longest time was one of the most scariest things to me. Like I hate being, I hated being alone, especially from like a single, like no, not being in a relationship aspect because I, as a young adult, I have jumping from relationships to relationships throughout my life. So for me, it was really really difficult um, to be single but I am so glad I did that and I'm still single by the way and I'm so glad I went through that and gone through that because during that period when I was so felt feeling so alone in the beginning not used to it I went on to this journey of flourishing my potential from like my career like being just so much more confident with who I am, learning about myself, learning how to speak up, having a lot of thoughts that then helped me. And then we'll get into all of that, like what I even personally went through to help me grow personally. But I have all to thank looking back at it at this period of time of being alone, because I in the beginning, let me tell you this, like, because I think some of us out there that when we don't spend enough time alone is that sometimes we ourselves do have some like worry or fear of like being disconnected from our friends from our family from our relationship for like too long and 
and I, I and I especially say this for those out there that who is like single or is looking for a relationship and things like that because I, I totally understand if you're already in like a fully committed relationship and you have a family on your own you're already married it is much harder I think to have like complete alone time for a long period of time like totally understand that's much harder to do rather than like if you're single or you're like in a more you know not like super super committed like you're 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 engaged or anything like that type of relationship like you do have more of that room to be like hey i want to spend more time alone or hey like be more selfish with your time um so specifically i'm i'm more tailored towards the people out there that who still have the option to choose to like spend that time alone and why i encourage y'all to do so and it is a huge step especially for those out those of us out there that who's not used to just like being alone constantly like when I first started of like being alone, <laughs> like basically getting out of a relationship during that time, I was really not used to it. And I did like back and forth, kind of like jump into another kind of dating situation ship for a little bit. And, you know, but overall, I'm glad at one point I just kind of cut cold turkey because it was just gone so bad with that like dependency of being with somebody like being in a relationship that it was just so bad like I was stunting my growth basically I wasn't growing as a person and the things that I care about and the things that I wanted in my life were not even good things that I wanted like honestly like things like you know like I thought having like a marriage and kids was like the most important thing and even if it means being in a relationship that I wasn't happy and enjoying it, like I forced myself doing that. And it wasn't until I really forced myself to like, you know what, just stay single, focus on other things, spend time on other things, learn about myself. Like I read a lot during that time and that's like another luxury. I think when you give yourself room to be alone, meaning like you allow yourself to have free time and things of doing things of whatever you want, you also realize like, dude, you really have a lot of like times on your hand if you're like single um, with no kids, for example. And I remember during that time, I, I had a lot of time. And I remember at the beginning it was miserable, by the way. Like, I used to hate hate weekends for, for a period of time because I was just not used to being single. But after a while, I realized like, okay, like my mind just goes on and on and on. Like you very likely you also have a lot of thoughts in your mind and I remember during that time when I have all these like unanswered questions in my head just about so many different things like why do people even need to be in a relationship or like how come some people are more successful than other people like why is this person so successful in doing what they do like you know Steve Jobs for example like I went on this marathon like because I was so honestly bored (laughs) and alone I had all these thoughts like so out you know after a while because in the beginning I thought a lot about relationship stuff but after a while that gets boring you're like okay there's like more to life than that so I start thinking about other things and I start filling up my time by going into the bookstore like one of my favorite places to go before was like Barnes and Nobles which is the bookstore for those who don't know but I would just go there in person just browse through all of all different kinds of books and just like sat there and read 
And that would be my weekend. And I say like sometimes both Saturday and Sunday, I will go there for like on average three hours, just sit there and read and just like, just chill, you know? And those times, like, you know, it felt lonely at first, but once I started diving into that kind of routine, I remember just feeling so happy and alive every time I walked out from the bookstore. And during that time, I didn't even realize what I was gaining because that time I was still for the most part, super alone. I remember sometimes, you know, when you're alone for too long, you don't talk to anybody. You would just like, like use your voice like, huh? Like, do I still have a voice? Like sometimes I would do that. I'm like, damn, I did not speak for the whole entire day. Like, am I even, <laughs> do I, does my voice even still work? You know, it's like those, like those feeling and things were, were legit, was there, like wasn't the most something that was natural to me at the beginning when I was starting to spend time alone. But as I was doing this more of like, you know, whenever I feel unsettling, meaning like I just have a lot of things on my mind, I don't have nothing to do, no one to necessarily hang out with. Like my most of my friends are either in long term relationships or now completely married, have kids. So, you know, when you grow up like like and I have one of those friends that like we don't have to see each other all the time. But when we do see each other, it's like nothing has changed. So I'm really grateful about that. So, you know, during those times too, like I, it's not like I could just call up my friends and hang out with them all the time, nor if I just want anybody to hang out, like I didn't want that. Like, so I hung out by myself a lot during those times. And majority of the times I will hang out at the bookstores or I will go to a coffee shop trying to like do some side project work, like whatever it is that I could think of. Honestly, even this podcast, like I started this not because of that, but during the time where I had a lot of free, I, I had a lot of free time. I want to start new projects, like things that are creative to me. So those are like the one of many things that I thought about doing, and I would just start spending time and doing it and again. The luxury of having the time to myself and not having to compromise in doing other things allow me to think of like these endless possibilities of doing fun projects and things that excites me or things that I like learn about things that I'm excited about. And I say this because when I was in these relationships that especially the relationships that I knew weren't going to last long, right? Like in my mind, I just knew it wasn't going to last, but I was just so afraid of being alone that I would rather stick in these like not great relationships than to be alone. I compromised my time because I remember during weekends to with some of those relationships like that I had, for example, like my ex-boyfriend, love going partying, love going to bars, love going to house parties still. And I don't say this in a bad way. It's just it's not something that I personally enjoyed in my like 30s when I'm in a relationship. And I had that and I should have not like continued. It's actually my bad. Like it's my bad choice because Nothing is wrong with doing that. I think the two people just need to come together and actually, you know, have activities that they both enjoyed. And that wasn't something that I personally enjoyed. That was something that he really enjoyed. He loved, you know, socialized drinking, going with to his friends and being with his friends. And I remember there's like many, many weekends that whenever I did do that, I just felt like I was person like for me, like wasting my time. Like I'm not a good girlfriend either. You know, I'm not the good person, good person for him, to be honest. And so like during those time when like you're with 
the person that's not the right person for you. Even like the time that you guys were spending together, for the most part, it's not time well spent. You know, like you're not doing your yourself good justice, and you're not doing your partner's time justice. So like that was like how I used my time. For the most part of the weekends, when I was in relationships, that honestly wasn't good for me or my partner, and so it was like no no benefit for anybody. And when I did start having those time by myself and start owning it, and how I choose to spend those time, I think it's actually really important because I, looking back at it, like I could have went a super wrong rabbit hole. Like I could have spent the time alone. In such a different way, because look, I did have a period of time where I'm just like completely depressed. I remember, like, I started going to my therapist. I'm so glad that during that time, I work like offer free therapists that I could go to, so I would actually speak to a therapist one hour per week, and I would just basically let my thoughts flow, and that helped a lot from just being able to speak since I didn't have. A lot of friends or like a partner to talk to about my feelings at the time. It really helped organize my thoughts. But I remember doing that time. Yeah, like I did remember feeling like I was like depressed for a while. Like I was just unhappy. You know, like spending time by myself or doing anything by myself just wasn't something that I was happy with. And I allowed myself to be sad for a while. But I knew I need to do something to get myself out of it if I want something to change, and that's what I mean by like, look, step one for you when you're trying to grow and you're trying to be brave and take the courage if you're not used to being alone to then start spending time alone. Like, yes, that is step one. But I think the step two is like how you actually spend that time is gonna like make or break you. And like me thinking back at it, like I could have went the wrong way, which I could have spent the time alone to like find ways to get more dates, or like you know, not saying that's the wrong thing to do, but then again, that would have deterred myself from like learning more about who I am, what I want, what I'm all about, what I want to learn, what I want to grow. Like I could have went the other way, which is you know basically not really growing. Myself personally, or like just call up friends, meet a bunch of new friends, like just basically again put myself out there from a more like social relationship standpoint. Then again, is to like basically get my fixed on not being alone. Ah,、uh, but I didn't. Like I went through basically the whole depression, you know, time period. Drag myself out of it because, like, personally, I'm like the type of person. I'm like, man, if I keep hearing myself complain about the same thing over and over and again, this goes for you, like, listener out there. Like, look, we're all human. I do this too, right? Like, we want certain things, we don't like certain things, and you hear yourself. Rather, if you're talking to yourself or your friends or your family, you're like complaining about the same thing. Like, man, I'm so unhappy about my job, my relationship. You know, but like the same thing over and over again. That the reality is that it's fine. It's good. It's actually healthy even to allow yourself to like just vent, allow yourself to just be angry, be unhappy, whatever feeling that you need to feel to like just get out of your system to like feel better. Do it when you're sad. Cry. Like allow yourself to do all of that. I allow myself to do that too. But 
I think there's a period of time when you see yourself a pattern of like doing this again and again, especially if you things that you set like a goal that you want to, I want a better job. I want a better paying job. I want to be more independent. I want a better relationship, you know, whatever that is. Like if you constantly hear yourself talking about the same thing, I'm a big believer that you got to do something about it. Like there's going to be a point where it's like, okay, it's not about other factors that prevent you from doing it's about you like taking the right action or changing your mind your mindset to like make a difference about whatever that thing is that you're unhappy about or complaining about or like the goal that you want to achieve and I think that is what happened to me during that time is after a while just being depressed and unhappy and feeling sorry for myself I was like okay like at the beginning honestly I'm just like I don't know I just have a lot of thoughts a lot of questions, a lot of whys. Like, why is this happening to me? Why do I want that? Why Why are these people like that? Why are these people so lucky or happy? Why are these people not so great? And in order for me, I realized to like calm my thoughts down, I love looking for answers. And that's where this whole like going to the bookstore thing happened. And I reference this like a lot because I think it actually ended up changing me a lot more than I thought I would. And by the way, I'm not a big reader. Like I did not grow up liking to read books, period. Like I'm the worst reader. Like I say this like, I don't remember what I read in high school. Put me like one books, you know, one book, (laughs) you know. So I'm terrible. Like I didn't grow up just loving to read or anything like that. And I wouldn't even say I, I love reading. I'm just a very curious person that I love getting answers and rather it's reading watching a video like there's so many different ways nowadays to learn and get answers to things rather than just reading a book but I think I'm just a really curious person that love answers to a bunch of things and it just happened that since that time I'm so lonely and didn't really have many people to talk to reading going somewhere was something that helped do that for me and it calmed me down and then I remember always just walking out of the bookstore feeling a lot more relaxed a lot more happy like felt like I almost like just socialized with some of the smartest people because like like so many things were answered so many perspectives were shared and it just made me happy and after a while I felt that the more I read about people I admire you know things that I was curious about like questions of like why like I remember even reading at the beginning like because relationship was such a big thing on my mind I read a bunch of books about like why 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 do people get married why marriages don't work why do people cheat um you know like all sorts of things like or like different style of relationship like what does avoidant means what does you know attachment style means like what's my style you know just like learning about people like five what is it love languages like all sorts of things I read it and after a while I was like oh I, I want to like start learning about like oh what makes a, a good speaker a good speaker you know start watching a bunch of TED talks you know just like exploring like my mind which is going wild of like anything and everything that I was curious about and I remember doing that time I honestly felt like a sponge and I say this because doing that time I had so much time on my hand and I was so curious and honestly bored. 
I was soaking up information like a sponge. Like I just exposed myself like, man, I have nothing better to do. You know, if I go back home, I'm on the internet. I like read articles, research, watch videos, watch YouTube, like whatever it is. I'm watching, I'm learning, I'm doing something, you know, and I was just absorbing things like things that sometimes probably just useless things, sometimes helpful things, sometimes really good things like how to be a better speaker. Because I remember for the longest time, I sucked so much as a speaker at work, period. Like, or sometimes even in my personal life, like unless I'm super close to you, I don't even know what I'm saying sometimes. But <laughs> like, I remember I was just such a like a curious rabbit. I did a lot of that. And um and then my mind started to get like happy i started to feel hopeful i started to feel like there's so many different possibilities like i wanted to become more than i was and i remember i would say after like six months into this whole thing i start to get this like boost of energy of feeling like you know like the things that I had self-doubt about, I remember one thing that I used to have self-doubt about was like my ideas at work and just trusting my my instinct and think, like just believing and be confident like whatever idea or suggestions or proposal that I had at work, like they're good ideas. I should say it. I should share it. And before when I used to be in relationships and didn't have too much time on my own to even think through things, I seeked a lot of validation from whoever I was with. It's almost like I wouldn't even want to like speak up about it at work or even tell my boss or my coworkers or whoever I'm working with, like this is my idea, unless I almost get a validation from my partner. And I never really thought that was ridiculous until I realized how much I depended on people in general to validate me and my ideas before I feel like they're good. And when I had the time alone and the more I read about people that I find super smart and, and I admire and allow myself to think more creatively and learn more what creative even means, what the smart even means in my opinion, you know, like whatever, all the things that I was just curious about, actually the more confident I became because the more I read about other people, they're good, they're bad, they're ugly, everything. I'm like, me too, <laughs> you know, like we all have good times, bad times, you know, ugly times, all of that. And those made me more confident and and during that time, that's when I actually felt like, you know what? I don't need that validation from not my partner. Honestly, not anyone. You know, if I through my experience and the things I know and learn, um, if that's my suggestion, that is the suggestion. And it's okay. Even if what I'm proposing is wrong, that's fine. Like there's many people I encounter at work all the time that are wrong. And so, what, <laughs> you know, and so that was a big growth actually like during that time of just like you know what I don't need to wait it's like I don't need permission to suggest something like that was new and I start feeling a lot more about my career and then my curiosity the next thing was like I want to be a better speaker and again like that could be something different anything different for you you know like you could be cursed about being anything or everything or nothing or something else right like 
And I think just giving your dad time to explore that thing about yourself is what matter. And that was the time that I felt like I had to like learn more about myself, be more confident. And slowly, this whole like, you know, worry about relationship, marriage, kids thing also was another growth of mine. And I'm so glad I went through this whole like single period and depression period, honestly. Because if I have never gone through that, I think my stupid old thinking of like, well, you know, like I'm a woman, like, okay, I'm just going to let societal pressure get to me and do whatever it is that they want me to do. Get married, have kids, even if it's maybe not the best thing for me. I know I was that terrible. Like I was that, that was part of the thinking growing up. And that was like a big part of my unhappiness for the longest time. And then going through that period and again learning from some of the most respectful like women that I look up to and just hearing their stories and different viewpoints and honestly just like looking into myself and just thinking about how I want to live my life and what makes me happy and how fragile you know also like realizing how fragile life is like who is it even to guarantee that there's this like long-term future of everything and anything, right? So just be happy with yourself and what you bring to the table and what you want to accomplish in your life. Like all of those I realized and learned more and mature when I had this time alone and like be a better human. You know, honestly, like before I had this time alone, I am not close to a perfect human like no one's perfect but I was like not even close you know like I have moments where I think there's part of me when I was young like I would say yeah like I was not good like in a spoiled way like you know and there's certain responses or things that I do and say are not really thoughtful and I honestly did not mean it and didn't even realize it I was doing it until now I feel like I'm able to see it when like other people do it and I realize it like in in myself and again this like introspective type of thinking happens because also I have so much time alone and learn from different people again I don't always meet these incredible people like if I cannot meet these incredible people I meet them you know through books (laughs) through online through videos right like that's kind of what I do. I surround myself with people that I admire, even if it means that people that I admire are not in person. And I learn from them and I grow from them. And I learn from my past mistakes. And I, I, I push myself to try. Like, be, for example, this whole being a better speaker thing, I had to push myself to, like, speak and volunteer, like, I remember at work before I was so nervous all the time whenever I didn't even need to speak in front of more than like five people to be honest like it's like more than three that's a group you know and I would get so nervous um in presenting anything and I used to be like I would, I would used to script myself like write every single word that I was gonna say and then memorize it and then say it because at one I'm just so nervous and two is because I really wanted to be a better speaker. And I did a lot of research on that. And again, that helped me grow as well within my career. That was just something that I personally want to do better for my job 
in the industry that I'm in and I knew that was going to help me be not only more confident but also help me be able to communicate and articulate what I do and what I'm trying to say to my teams and everything better and and it and I did get better and um I had to push myself again like if you're going through if you say you want something if you want to get better at something it's a journey because my goal has never been like I want to be a better speaker and that's my goal like no like I want to do good in my career I want to you know like be a good influencer influencer be a good leader and in order for me to get there I know there's so many things I need to check off the box even then start going towards that direction and just you know being a better speaker being able to present feeling confident which is part of it and so I forced myself to practice and it was so uncomfortable and I think that is such a good example because like most of the time the things that we want in our in our life are not easy you know like even personal growth in any aspect usually it's inspired by something more rather if it's like you want a better life you want a better job you want a better life for yourself you want you know like a perfect marriage like whatever that is right like that there's something more that inspire you for you to grow and it's gonna be uncomfortable and i'm just like using this like public speaking thing as an example because it was very uncomfortable like at work honestly sometimes if you really don't feel comfortable in public speaking and you don't want to be the presenter you could opt out from it like you could try not to volunteer yourself or if even if given an opportunity for you to present your work you could do it in a more subtle way and honestly i have done that in most of my early career especially in your early career you could probably you know go without it sometimes like you let your manager kind of present for you or you do it in different ways but i think if you really again depending on your career i'm in marketing so you gotta you know be good at storytelling and be able to present like what why why is what you did even matter and so i forced myself to like be brave and do that and i remember there will be times where i didn't have to present i didn't even need to have to talk and i would sign myself up to present i'll be like yes i'll present in that and i remember in the beginning for a longest time whenever i did that and my presentation is coming up like two two days before and i would always hate myself so much about me signing myself up like i should have said no i should have never done this and i would just like hate myself and that was like the pattern for the longest time like every time i say yes to a presentation i would just like kick myself afterwards like why why did i do this uh, but I'm so glad I went through it and I kept doing it. And after a while, like a long while, I finally started to feel comfortable. I finally started to feel like, hey, I like this. I'm good at this. And I'm like starting to even get feedback from people. like, Hey, you're like really good at presenting. Like, you know, and some people even like give me positive feedback on like, you're like natural. And I'm like not. And I tell them this like, oh, my God, if only you knew all of the work. Like, I have to put in to do this. Like, I read a bunch of, like, TED Talk books, public speaking books, how to present, like, Steve Jobs. Like, Steve Jobs is one of my heroes. He's such a good storyteller, such a good presenter, so captivating. But, like, I did so many research, learn, observe, read, watch video, observe other presenter. 
like practice myself oh gosh like there will be so many times and i still do this sometimes in like important presentation i would do a dry run before i actually present so i would like present to a empty audience just talk out loud before i actually present um and i still do that every once in a while like helps you warm up all of that but then again right there's a lot of hard work that actually went into what you think in a split second you see someone doing something or being successful or having the life that you want or the career that you want and you think like they are natural at it or they had it easy but sometimes you don't know like what's behind the other wall and those are like the path to getting there that that's like the hard work that you need to also set yourself up to be able to do that hard work in order for you to get to where you are because that's the thing i think there's so many of us out there that say we want something or don't want something in our life and we constantly talk about it and think about it but yet the time we spend talking about it and thinking about it sometimes outweighs the time that we do anything about it and i think pairing like the step one of like taking time to yourself like dedicating time to yourself and be selfish with your time is like step one because in order to do something about it you need a dedicated amount of time to do it and for me what worked worked well is having that time alone and for you out there that don't maybe cannot be completely alone that's fine that's good that's great honestly i don't want any of us to be completely alone and if you could just dedicate a chunk of time of doing that that's already like step one step two is like doing something about it because that's like honestly the most important part is that you got to do something about it like whatever it is that you're unhappy about whatever it is that you really want in your life and you've been saying you want for so long you gotta start truly start thinking okay what the heck do i have to do to either get to my goal or start removing self myself from whatever situation that's been making me so unhappy for so long like first of all like if you're in a bad relationship because i've been in it and i keep complaining that this is a bad relationship but yet i don't leave there is gonna i'm sure there's a bunch of reasons why we don't it's not that easy right there's usually more reason than just like i don't want to right or whatever that answer is right there's like some really real reason as to maybe why not and you got to figure out what ways that you could conquer that or if you really want to go i want a better job i would want a better paying job okay what can you do to get a better job and sometimes there's going to be path of things right to get there but if one thing is not working and you thought that thing could work you gotta ask yourself again okay what else and that is like one trait that i would say brings the most success in so many people is when you could pivot and when you could be flexible and like don't be stuck at doing the same old thing remember the definition of insanity is when someone trying to do like the exact same thing but expect a different outcome right so if you have a goal and you're like yeah in order for me to do get that goal i got to do this thing and you're like doing this thing and you're doing this thing and you're like okay i've been doing this thing but i'm not really getting closer to the goal that i want but i'm like but this is the way i thought to get there but you did it you're you're doing it but it's not quite working you gotta be able to pivot be like okay maybe this thing is not really working for me instead of just trying the same old thing you gotta start to be able to think about other 
alternative possibility that still could get you that thing. And I think that is sometimes what set someone apart from other people. And I say this because like at work, sometimes when I like put my mind into a goal, I'm like, like okay, we got to solve this particular thing. I think one of the biggest thing I see different myself than some of my coworkers is that when something don't work out as they plan so if they think like okay in order to solve this thing we got to do this one thing and if that one thing don't work out they just let whatever that blocker is if they're like hey let's say let's say they're trying to like roll out a new system i don't know just giving you an example and the let's say they're like, okay in order for to us to roll this thing out we gotta complete this one task and let's say they learn that this one task actually is gonna take them like a year to roll out I feel like most of most people react like, okay, well, I guess that's what it is. It will take a year. So I guess we got to just set the expectation that's going to take a year. It is what it is. For me, the way I think it's like, okay, if our goal is to roll this new thing out in six months, let's say, and now we're getting this news going to take a year, I'm not going to take my first no. And I'm not going to take the first answer as is. I'm going to start thinking about okay well what other ways that i could get this done quicker if this team is telling me it's take a year let me ask why why does it take a year first of all let me see what i could do to lessen this one year maybe there's misunderstanding maybe there's something that my team could help to contribute to make this faster is it resources what is it but let's say we've gone through all of that that's not an option okay all right is this the then the second thing i think about is well is this the only team that could help us is there another team? Is there other outside resources that we could find and we could fund that could probably do this better and faster? You know, like it's just like this list of things that I go to. Okay, if this is still not, what about another system option that I could then roll out in six months? That's not this particular solution. What's the goal here? What's the purpose here? Is it the time? Is it that it has to be this system? Right. So there's like many things that I would think about solutioning. So that's how I kind of treat my life goal and things that like I want in life and I think that is like one of the biggest things that sometimes I feel like helps me achieve the things that I have to achieve because I don't give up that's number one like I keep going like once I set my mind to something and my mind is clear on that like that's what I want I feel unstoppable and I get stopped all the time like shit happens all of to all of us this thing nope not ready that thing i can't afford it this thing like i just start thinking about okay what other ways are there and i make it happen and i do i would just keep finding other ways of solving this and and working with people until i find a way and that i think it's really powerful and i say this like with this personal growth thing it's like taking actions doing something about what you want is the most important thing. And I think all of that requires dedication. So if you feel distracted, if you feel like your time is not well spent, that's gonna defer you from doing that. I think time is everything. I mean, time is all we have. So spending your time wisely and now like, you know, feeling that now I have matured more, I know I'm not like the most mature person, but like being able to mature at least from like five years ago me to now, I feel like having time to yourself and being selfish with your time is important. 
because time is all we have. And if you feel like you're spending time with either someone or on things that it's not giving you anything in return that you find valuable and grateful for, you really do need to question like, why are you spending time on that? Like, how do you want to know you lived your life? When you are on your deathbed, how would you like to remember how you spend your time in your life? Oh, like that. <laughs> okay, we're getting real deep here. But it's true. It's so true. So anyway, I highly encourage you all out there, if you could dedicate your time to yourself, do so. And once you do that, and if you're really driving for that personal growth, take actions. Start really thinking about what you could do more of getting to where you want and getting away from what you don't want. Anyways, I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.